0: Good morning for Friday, October 13th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump to Puerto Ricans. Aid won't last. President plots his own course on health care. And giants heralded as saviors now seen as threats. In today's national headlines, a gun battle and freedom for a hostage family. Sprawling fires grow larger, choking the Bay Area, and U.S. to withdraw from UNESCO, citing anti-Israel bias. In today's business headlines, Facebook executive continues a PR blitz, fear of more bad data adds to woes of Kobe Steel, and investor presses for change to 21st Century Fox board. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled, Trump to Puerto Ricans, Aid Won't Last. Written from Washington by Peter Baker and Caitlin Dickerson. The message was as stark as it was startling, Three weeks after a killer hurricane ravaged Puerto Rico, President Trump indicated on Thursday that he was losing patience. At least some of the blame for the continuing crisis is yours, he told the island territory, and the federal government will not stay forever. While most residents endured another day without power and many without water or other basic services, Trump upbraided Puerto Rico's leadership for mismanagement that predated the storm and said troops and emergency workers would eventually leave. His advisors scrambled to reassure Puerto Rico that Washington was not abandoning it. Trump's warning came on the same day the House approved $36.5 billion in aid for natural disasters, including in Puerto Rico. Federal agencies expect to spend years helping the island rebuild. But Trump, who has been criticized for a slow response to the storms that devastated Puerto Rico, sought to refocus responsibility where he believes it belongs. Puerto Rico survived the hurricanes. Now a financial crisis looms largely of their own making, says Cheryl Atkison. He wrote on Twitter, citing the host of a public affairs show on Sinclair Broadcast Group television stations, A total lack of accountability, say the governor. Electric and all infrastructure was disaster before hurricanes. Congress to decide how much to spend. We cannot keep FEMA, the military and the first responders, who have been amazing under the most difficult circumstances in PR forever. The tweet set off alarms in San Juan, the Puerto Rican capital, where Governor Ricardo Rossello anxiously called John F. Kelly, the White House Chief of Staff, To seek an explanation, Kelly reassured him that no federal resources were being withdrawn soon. Our country will stand with those American citizens in Puerto Rico until the job is done, Kelly said. The president, he asserted, merely meant that eventually the federal government would complete its mission. The whole point is to start to work yourself out of a job, he said. Shortly after, his deputy, Kirstjen Nielsen, in accepting Trump's nomination to succeed Kelly as Secretary of Homeland Security, added her own soothing words. I also know that this rebuilding will take years, and I want to echo what the President has said many times. We will remain fully engaged in the long recovery effort ahead of us, she said. But Trump did not say that on Thursday, even given the opportunity to clarify at the ceremony formally announcing Nielsen's nomination. Instead, his message provoked another wave of criticism from the island and its supporters. They expressed astonishment that Trump would assail the very people he was supposed to be assisting, in contrast to the tone he's taken with Florida and Texas, where National Guard troops and Federal Emergency Management Agency workers are also still helping with hurricane recovery. Here's the second front page story. President plots his own course on health care. Reported from Washington by Robert Pear and Reed Abelson. President Trump on Thursday signed an executive order that clears the way for potentially sweeping changes to the country's health insurance system, including sales of cheaper policies with fewer benefits and protections for consumers than those mandated under the Affordable Care Act. Trump's plan laid the groundwork for an expanding array of health insurance products, mainly less comprehensive plans offered through associations of small employers and greater use of short-term medical coverage. It was the first time since efforts to repeal the landmark health law collapsed in Congress that Trump has set forth his vision of how to remake the nation's health care system using the powers of the executive branch. It touched off a debate over whether the move would fatally destabilize the Affordable Care Act marketplaces or add options to consumers complaining of high premiums and not enough choice. In Congress, the move seemed to intensify the polarization over health care. The Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, said Trump was offering more affordable health insurance options desperately needed by consumers. But the Senate Democratic Leader, Chuck Schumer of New York, said Trump was using a wrecking ball to single-handedly rip apart our health care system. Most of the changes will not occur until federal agencies write and adopt regulations.